Today's episode is brought to you by Canvas. Do you know how long it takes you to measure and model an as-built? Probably more time than you'd like. Canvas replaces hours of manual measuring with a few minutes of scanning with your iPhone or iPad. And Canvas eliminates the hours, if not days, of taking your measurements and turning them into a 3D as-built or 2D floor plan, all for pennies per square foot. You can try Canvas for free and download it at www.canvas.io and make sure to use promo code BF. That's www.canvas.io and promo code BF23. All right, now back to the show. Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here, we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Did you know that 80% of sales require an average of five follow-ups? So if you're not following up consistently with your sales opportunities, most likely you're losing a ton of business, probably hundreds of thousands and maybe even more every single year. Hey, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. I'm Spencer Powell and I am the CEO over at Builder Funnel. Our agency helps remodeling companies and custom home building companies build sustainable, repeatable marketing systems that have generated well over $150 million in projects to date. This channel, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share things that have worked for us in hopes that they will work for you as well. And we always appreciate if you hit the subscribe, give us a rating that helps spread the word. I've been taking a deep dive into the weeds with several remodeling companies and looking at lead follow-up process. And I've noticed some pretty pretty big gaps. And whenever I see a gap, I always think that of that as an opportunity. And so I figured I'd kind of share the things that I've been finding and thinking through and give you a few tactical things that you can do to close some of these gaps. But these gaps are, are really most likely costing hundreds of thousands of dollars, and maybe in some cases, more than a million dollars every single year for remodelers and custom builders, and especially the folks that I've been meeting with. And so there's a few different gaps, and we're going to break them into marketing and sales, but they're all follow-up gaps. So they're all very controllable things. And especially in an environment like this, I like things that are controllable. And so let's look at the marketing side. There's lead follow-up and nurturing on the marketing side, and then there's sales opportunity follow-up. So on the marketing side, the lead follow-up, there's really two types. So we've got top of funnel and bottom of the funnel. Top of funnel leads are going to be people that download an ebook, a guide, a PDF. They put in their name and their email on your website and they requested some information, but they didn't request a meeting. And so this type of lead often gets dismissed. They get pushed aside. We don't give it any thought because they're like, oh, they just downloaded something on my site. I don't care. I love these kind of leads. These are awesome because these are people that you're either catching earlier in the process or they're doing research and they're just not ready for a meeting. They might be ready for a meeting next week. We don't know. We don't know the answer to that, but we know they're researching. We know there's interest. They ended up on your site for some reason. And so we need to uncover that reason. But these type of leads, the opportunity is in 
value-added nurturing. So education-based plus an opportunity to move to a meeting, basically move into sales. So a very common strategy around this is having like a one or two times a month sending an email that has a link to a blog, a project spotlight, a customer video testimonial, something value-driven for them. And then PS, if you ever want to talk about your modeling project, like click here to book a meeting, click here to schedule a call, you know, click here to contact us. So it's value-driven plus a call to action to book a meeting. And if you are consistent in your cadence of this, you will start to produce meetings and first calls basically sales opportunities over time from the people that go onto this list. And so if you have 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people, all these people are on this email list and they're getting value-added nurturing and then an opportunity to book the next step. So the big opportunity there is to make sure you actually have a process to stay in touch with top of funnel leads. Okay, let's move to bottom of the funnel. These are people that have inquired about a meeting. They filled out your contact us form. They requested a consultation. They emailed in and said, hey, I'm interested. This is where we need to pursue follow-up because a lot of times we get a request like this and we say, great, looking forward to connecting. How does this time or this time work? Or click here to schedule something or whatever your process is. Then they don't respond or they don't book a meeting and it just drops off the map. Or maybe you have a second follow-up. Hey, never heard from you. Let's book a time. And then nothing happens. This is where inserting a really good cadence of at least five follow-ups, I would recommend more. But again, if you just want to play the data and go, hey, 80% of sales need at least five follow-ups or an average of five follow-ups. I mean, some need, need more. The average is five. And then you're going to pursue on different times of the day, different mediums, you know, email, text, phone call. People get busy, right? They want to do things, but just returning a phone call falls off the radar. And so I don't know if you're this way, but I'm this way. I'll reach out, I'll fill out a form, somebody will reply, you know, and I'm just like doing other stuff or they call it a bad time. So they leave a voicemail and then, you know, the the little red one disappears because I've listened to it, but I can't mark it as unread on my phone. And if I can't do that, then I'll forget. And so unless they just call me back a couple of times or what I needed, the pain was so high that I need to solve it right away, then sure, I'm going to I'm gonna reply quickly. But a lot of times I'll just forget or it takes a couple of weeks or whatever. And so if you commit to a consistent follow-up basis, you will book more of these people that they had an interest, then they fell off the map, and then you're re-engaging them. That alone will put more, more sales meetings on the books. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you 
pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so that's the marketing side and the lead follow-up. Top of funnel, bottom of the funnel, got to do a better job of engaging people that haven't booked meetings. Now that they've booked meetings, we're thinking pre-design. So post the initial meeting and maybe post the second meeting, depending on how many stages you have. Again, if you have more meetings, you can apply, apply this to the same thing. But let's say you have that initial meeting, goes well but then nothing happens. You didn't get a second meeting commit. And so now you're kind of in this limbo land where you're following up, follow follow by phone, by email, by text, and stick with them over months and years. And you can do this super easily with just a basic CRM. You don't need a fancy CRM. And I like to use kind of just a rough cadence of like, you have the meeting, second meeting doesn't get booked. So now you're following up, follow up twice a week for a couple of weeks then go to once a week for a few weeks, then go to monthly for six months, then go to quarterly, you know, and then go to twice a year, once a year. And then they're just kind of in this, you know, one touch a year. And all you have to do is like log a quick phone call, leave a voicemail. They didn't respond. Put a little task in your CRM. Three days later, shoot them an email, send the email. Okay. Three days later, send them a text, you know, and you just assign yourself a task in a CRM and follow up and then just decrease that cadence. So it's not twice a week forever. It's twice a week for a little bit, then it's once a week, then it's monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, annually. And you basically take the same approach after every meeting. So say you book the second meeting and then they disappear. Same thing. We're going to follow up, try different mediums, try different times a day, but then keep that that cadence, you know, high, high touch at the beginning, then back off a little bit. And then here's the nuance to it value-added follow-up. So value-added follow-up. At the beginning, you can do the, hey, you know, I realized we never got something on the calendar for our next step. How does this time work? They don't respond. Hey, did you see my email? Not sure if it went into spam. Let me know. You know, those types of just like, I'm trying to see if they got this, if they're still engaged. But then as you kind of get out of that zone, which is usually, you know, two, three, four, five weeks in, you start to recognize like they're not responding to anything okay, now I'm going to shift to more of this value-added follow-up, which is I'm going to send them a link to a blog or a project spotlight or a you know a portfolio that has some ideas similar to things that they talked about. And you're going to, and you're basically going to say, hey, thought of our conversation the other day, thought you might find this blog helpful. Hey, I know you're talking about XYZ, you know, type of feature in your kitchen. You might like this project spotlight where we did something similar. So those types of approaches are more value added than just, hey, I'm just following up to see, or hey, I'm just following up. Are you still there? Are you still interested? Like those lose a lot of teeth after a while. And so I think you can you can do that for a little bit when you're right engaged with the meetings. But once you've kind of figured out that they've kind of disappeared a little bit, we want to shift to value add because at this point, there's one of a few things going on. One, they're just not going to move forward at all. Two, they're going to go with somebody else, but they didn't want to tell you. Or three, they're still thinking about it, but the timing was off. And so for the people that either one, they might go with somebody else, or two, the timing is off, value-added follow-up can actually increase the likelihood that they go with 
you when they decide to move forward. And so you're trying to build trust and credibility and you're trying to educate and you're trying to connect the dots showing I paid attention. So I'm sending you relevant material so that when you're ready to move forward, you don't forget that I'm the best person to help you get this done. And so if you integrate a follow-up process into all of the stages of your funnel, you will land more deals. You will mine deals out of these gaps that are in existence now, but you're going to close them with these follow-up processes. And remember, you know, if 80% of deals require an average of five follow-ups, imagine how many dollars worth, how many number of projects are being lost, especially considering the long buying cycle of a design build remodel or design build custom home project. So hopefully you can take some of these thoughts from this podcast and close some of these gaps in terms of our both our marketing lead follow-up and then our sales opportunity follow-up. Again, marketing, you got top of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, and then sales basically post any meeting. If people are dropping off, there needs to be a follow-up process there so you can re-engage people and pull them back into the process. All right, guys, that's what I got for you. We will see you next time here on Builder Funnel Video. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.